Welcome to the Her Story Podcast. I hope everyone has had a great August and are ready for September. In today's episode, I will be talking about period poverty. I'm excited to share more about this women's healthcare issue and how it impacts many women across the world. Let's go straight into it. So what is period poverty? Peer poverty is a struggle that many low-income women and girls face as they try to afford menstrual products. Peer poverty is not only the lack of affordability of menstrual pads and tampons, but also is related to the cost of pain medications, hospital checkups, and simple things such as underwear. According to a 2014 UNESCO report, one out of every 10 menstruating youth misses school during their menstrual cycle due to a lack of access to menstrual products and resources. Menstruators in developing nations are more likely to use paper, old clothes, leaves, hay, chicken feathers, mud, cotton, or wool pieces rather than more traditional menstrual products like disposable pads or tampons. Using these alternative products puts individuals at a higher risk of urogenital infections, which are infections of the urinary and genital systems. These infections include urinary tract infections and bacterial vaginosis. In addition, many schools in developing countries have insufficient toilets and inadequate privacy measures, as well as poor water, sanitation, and hygiene infrastructure, making it difficult for students to safely manage their menstrual cycle. All these challenges lead to period poverty for many. Many people think that period poverty only happens in developing countries like India, countries in Africa, or countries in South America but it happens everywhere, including wealthy and economically stable countries such as the United States of America. According to Ballard Briefs, around 16.9 million people who menstruate live in poverty in the United States. Among those women, two-thirds said they struggled with affording menstrual products in the last year. And 14% of American college girls in a study surveyed said they struggled to afford period products as well. When I visited India, I had done a service project on distributing feminine hygiene products such as deodorant, pads, and shampoo. When delivering these products to schoolgirls in rural India, I met a girl who was sobbing. When I asked her why she was crying, she told me she just got her period for the first time. At first, it didn't make sense to me, but she explained to me how she wouldn't be able to continue her education because she didn't have the resources. So that day was her last day at school as well. Due to the difficulty of affording menstrual products or good quality hygiene products, many girls choose or are forced to stay home from school or work forever. This creates lasting consequences on their education, career, and economic opportunities. Period poverty can prevent people from participating in not only education, but also in the workforce, which can have significant economic implications for them and their, and their families. A study in Bangladesh showed that 73% of women missed work for an average of six days a month. 
To afford these basic necessities, some women and girls go through dangerous coping mechanisms. For example, research in marginalized communities, including Kenya, showed that some schoolgirls have engaged in transactional sex to pay for menstrual products. Sadly, this is one of the many examples of dangerous coping mechanisms girls and women go through in order to have the basic necessities in life. Access to menstrual products is a right and feeling confident and capable during one's period is essential. If we can all work towards menstrual equity, the future will be better for all. Some ways to help decrease period poverty are to advocate for free products at schools or workplaces. Educate yourself and others on period poverty and why it's a problem. And donate to organizations such as the PAD Project, Period.org, or Free the Period. Even a small action of support can go a long way to change menstrual inequality. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode and learned more about period poverty and how you can help others struggling with this issue. Stay tuned for more episodes and please let us know if you have any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming ones. We would love to hear from you. And if you have not already, you can follow the official underscore her story on Instagram. See you next month.